The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, the power of water and water life science. For many years with this radio show, for over 10 years, we have been on a mission and a pilgrimage for you to understand the science and the technology of the invention and all that has been achieved on the planet Earth began billions of years ago, but guess what? The water. Isn't it strange that they say so calmly, we're in a water crisis? I, I, it just startles me because I've been studying water for over 30 years. And, and I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Water Life Science and the future of exploration of water to supplement the water vapor of the air. And we have never been educated. We've been confused and we've been allowing it. It's kind of like the political arena. We've been allowing a lot of things that we didn't understand because we had such respect for people, what they were doing. But I have no respect any longer for what's going on in the world because we're in a water crisis. Fresh water is an endangered organism of life. Now, as I've always told you, at the beginning of time, the water vapor was around the planet Earth. The droplet began to evaporate even heavier rather than just a fine mist and dropped to the planet Earth, and that's where we're at today, is it brought all life to Earth. But it's the water vapor of the Earth that keeps everything alive, the fresh water on the planet, and all life on the planet, and its symptoms of life to be healthy. Your body is made up of percentages of water per organ, and the skin is like the surface of your planet Earth of your planet, human life, your own organism. The moment you were born, you left your mother's sack of water and entered into the water vapor. You were never taught that. And you have to learn how to breathe. You have to learn how to drink safe water. You need your nutrition. You need to to have moderate exercise and to sleep well, to slow down life cycle to death. It's over-evaporation. When you're dehydrating, that means you're close to death. We evaporate from the moment we're born. The excitement of what we've been learning on the show with all of our guests all these years is something to teach you and to remind you. Maybe you know so much, but there's some things we need to be reminded of again. And that's what this show is going to be about today. We're going to have a special guest on, Olivia Hitner. 
she and her husband began uh, fishing, uh, uh, farming fish and produce with water, hydroponic. It's the future of it all. You will be amazed at what they're learning and what we're going to be teaching you today. We're going to bring Olivia here in a minute, but we're going to have a moment with our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. The surface of your eye is 99% water. You need to supplement that eye with Nature's Tears Eye Mist every day at least twice, if not for sure once, like you brush your teeth. That supplement to the water vapor of the air is vital for the health of your eye. Your eyes, when they begin to over-evaporate, cause vision impairment to blindness. Blindness is out of control worldwide. No two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike. Everybody is evaporating differently, but the human eye organ of you individually, you're evaporating differently. Your, your anxiety with the brain, because the brain and the eyes are connected at the same moment in the mother's womb. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist to supplement the eyes for every day with a tissue culture grade water. And we'll be back with Olivia Hitner. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Olivia, are you with us? I am. Good morning, Sharon. Well, good morning to you and around the world. They have different evenings and, 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 and back east, they're getting close to noon. Oh, yes. Um, thank you for joining us today. And I am so excited when I was reading about what you and Michael have been doing. Uh, I think I need to tell the audience a little refresher. We've had uh, Michael on here before uh, representing their uh, farming fish. And Michael worked in pond and lake management in San Diego many years, led it to aquaponics and what you're doing today, uh, Olivia. And what he had learned and what he wanted to have a mission to do, he wanted to get into farming with water and show the world the new future, I would say, because I've been studying water for over 30 years. It's the future of all there is coming. And then, Olivia, you have been in the business world 
and the two of you decided to start farming fish, a fish farm, produce. And tell our audience about what you two, let's start all over. Tell us why you both did it and how long, how long have you been doing this now? Well, um, we've been um, here um, doing aquaponics in southern Oregon for five years. Um, before that, we had um, dabbled in it and researched it um, alongside his work in um, pond and lake management for, for many years, um, but really mm-hmm. as, um, as our main focus for the last five years. Mm-hmm. And then you came to southern Oregon and, and, and then began to do farming fish. And tell us what you, when you started out, uh, and I had you on the show, I had Michael on the show, because I was so excited when I heard about what you guys were doing. What have you achieved in the last five years? Well, Sharon, we're really excited about all that we've, um, we've done. We've really, um, I feel like, taken the um, aquaponics and the concept and the research and development of it um, from that research and development stage into a commercially viable, you know, agricultural option. And, um, and that's really where, where our path is taking us. Um, when we first started out five years ago, uh, our, our greenhouse, which is, um, it's about 30 feet wide by 265 feet long, which is about a quarter acre, um, that aquaponic greenhouse was the largest certified organic aquaponic system in the country at the time. And, and as far as agriculture is concerned, that's so small. You know, I mean, it's, um, mm-hmm. it's tiny compared to the acres of greenhouses we have in production and all sorts of vegetables across this country. And, mm-hmm. um, but, um, doing it this way with aquaponics, um, what was, was what we were, we were really trying to bring to the commercial scale. And, and right. now five years later, after, um, working through all the nuances of, of doing aquaponics on a larger scale than people have studied and done before, um, we've really honed in on all the things that, um, that we need to do to expand this practice and do more of it and save even more resources by practicing it on a, a larger scale. Mm-hmm. Have you thought of franchising it? Um, you know, um, we, we've talked about all sorts of different, different options of how to best bring this to people, how it can be most efficient right. to, um, to help people to do this all over the country. Um, right. We believe that these sorts of systems close to city centers is, um, is the, the natural um, evolution of the practice, considering that right. you can do it literally anywhere, um, mm-hmm. and you don't need fertile ground to grow um, healthy food. And so we can use that fertile ground that's in other places mm-hmm. to grow different types of mm-hmm. food um, that maybe can mm-hmm. be grown in aquaponics. So, um, but we were um, we're starting um, here in Southern Oregon with an expansion um, of uh, we're we're looking at about two and a half acres of greenhouses as our next step, and mm-hmm. um, and with that we're taking the symbiosis um, one step further. Um, you know, if just to give your listeners a little quick understanding, aquaponics is um, it's a beautiful symbiosis of two different ecosystems. Um, aquaculture is raising fish in water, and hydroponics is raising plants in water. And by um, keeping that water alive between those two systems, they um, they can have the same symbiosis that they have in, in nature and in every lake and river and stream out there. And um, and so what um, the next step for 
us is taking that symbiosis a step further and looking at how business and agriculture can um, have a symbiosis where the waste Mm -hmm. of one is the resource of the other, just like with the plants and the fish. And so we're, um, we're looking at pairing with industry to use the waste, heat, and land um, resources that are, um, that are available um, all mm-hmm. over, but starting here in Southern Oregon, um, mm-hmm. to make the practice even more efficient. Okay, let's explain to the audience now, what does it look like when you're fish farming? I mean, uh, we can, they can go to your website when the, uh, the show is done, but when you, uh, okay, and you, the fish you're farming, what type of fish is that? Uh, we raise tilapia um, on our tilapia. farm. You can do aquaponics with many different types of fish. And, and I do encourage your listeners to, um, to go to our website. That's the easiest way to get a really good visual of it. It's thefarmingfish.com, um, real simple. Um, there's lots of pictures on there that show our system mm-hmm. and, um, and our produce and, um, and mm-hmm. our fish. Um, but um, if you were to walk into our greenhouse, um, what you would see is first an area uh, where we raise the fish, so the aquaculture, where there's six large fish tanks. Um, all growing different sizes of fish. And then when you cross mm-hmm. over um, through a doorway into the other side, you see long hydroponic runs that go the length of the greenhouse, growing um, different types of lettuces and herbs and um, leafy mm-hmm. greens. Um, right now we're growing um, red and green butter lettuce as well as watercress. Um, we, but we've, we've done all sorts of vegetables in there. Those are just our, our current crops. Um, mm-hmm. But again, the, really to get a visual, the best thing is to just um, go right to our website and you'll see lots of pictures mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say fish tanks, now I'm picturing there's these enormous fish tanks and then that water from the fish tank is cycling down the troughs that are um, uh, growing the um, hydroponics uh, plants, right? Yeah, that's correct. There's um, when you um, there's a network of plumbing that goes from the aquaculture side where all the fish are being mm-hmm. raised um, into a biological filter and then down the troughs mm-hmm. and back around again. So it's a big circle. It's a loop of water that's constantly being recirculated between the two systems, between the aquaculture and the mm-hmm. hydroponics, providing mm-hmm. um, water to both. Um, our, the volume of water in our system gets recirculated um, in full every hour. Every hour. Um, and there's just you a single pump that runs it, the whole thing. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, uh, how often do you have to add water to the tank? to keep up with the evaporation of what's going on with that process and then, of course, what the plants are requiring. You know, um, that's actually um, one of the most exciting things about our practice and and what makes it different than aquaculture and hydroponics. Um, We have to add very little water to our system. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we add water maybe once every two months. Um, Wow. And, um, and, and that's, that's really just because it's so efficient with water. The only water we're losing really is to um, what the plants are taking up themselves Absorbing. to um, right. that we take the plants yeah. out of the system. Um, 
in wow. aquaculture, which is a is a, a really great practice. We we need to 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 really take responsibility for um, for the fish that um, humans consume, mm-hmm. and you know we can't mm-hmm. count on the ocean and rivers to provide right. those in the quantities that um, that we need these days with the population. And so mm-hmm. aquaculture has um, has really helped us to see you know how we can do that, but they've fallen short a little bit in doing that as responsibly as we can and using our resources as best we can mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because in a lot of um, in a lot of aquaculture um, they're um, you know they're, they're raising the fish in the water and um, and instead of there being a biological element instead of the water being alive um, that water ends up having to be drained off when um, when the, the ammonias get too high in it and it's treated as mm-hmm. waste and, and it uh-huh. and because it can become toxic to the fish because there's nothing mm-hmm. alive there there's no biology to turn that right. ammonia into nitrogen and nitrates and right. um, and so you know aquaculture amazing practice helping us to understand how to take responsibility for our food sources but at the same time mm-hmm. still falling short and and in mm-hmm. the same way um, hydro, hydroponics is is it's it's an amazing practice that's helped us to see how to use the technology of greenhouses and controlled environment mm-hmm. agriculture to, um, mm-hmm. to use less space, to use much less water than in-ground planting. Um, it, it's really, you know, um, led us down this path of using fewer resources to grow certain mm-hmm. types of foods. But again, it has the same problem as um, aquaculture where they're, they're using um, a, a volume of water, they put the nutrients in there, and those nutrients are usually coming from somewhere else, not like our farm where they're, they're produced right there on site. Um, but mm-hmm. they put the nutrients in the water, but the plants take up what they can. But since there's not a biological li- living element in that water, they also eventually have to drain that water off and treat it as waste instead of uh, recirculating it over and over again. And, you mm-hmm. know, we've, we've had this system running for five years and have never once drained the system. Um, wow. and, and that's because we have living water and, and Olivia, our goal here is to keep I it alive. I'm really impressed with that because I, I understand what you're doing. So, um, so as uh, the, the uh, process of the coming from the tank where the fish is at and then that water comes into the trough and it recycles itself, that you're keeping the water as an organism alive. You're not changing the organism of the life of the water is what you're telling us. Yeah, and and really, um, the the magic I see in aquaponics is um, is that thing that seems to be invisible between the two. Um, mm-hmm. You have aquaculture, you're raising your fish. You have hydroponics, you're raising your um, your plants. But what's really doing the work, it's making um, the, the root of aquaponics of what it means is working water. And what's working right. in the water is the biology. There's millions right. and millions of beneficial bacteria that are doing the right. work inside that water exactly. to, um, to take up the ammonia and let out nitrates and nitrites, and they connect the two cycles of the plants and the fish. And so that, that living element yeah. in the water is the magic. Exactly. I'm following you because you're allowing the electrolytic side of the water to be able to continue to flow as an organism and keep that electrolytic attraction that's happening to the plant life. And then the plant life is reproducing more electrolytic um, life back into your water the way you're doing it. 
then you've got your water vapor and your atmosphere that you're working with that you probably didn't even think about, but you've got the water vapor and the atmosphere. All of this cycling is how Earth began. Earth began with the water vapor cycling with the water, fresh water on the planet, life and organism of life on the planet, and as it, reorg- as it recycled itself to supplement itself, they all, it all worked together and it kept the organism alive electrolytically. Yeah, and, uh, uh, what so, you're yeah, saying there, it makes perfect sense. Um, what, what the way that the whole um, water vapor and, and it recirculating through, also, you know, that's that's how the whole greenhouse itself comes into play. Right. Because by right. having that that greenhouse cover over everything, we're keeping all right. of that um, moisture content within that same zone. Vapor electrolytically uh, recycling itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I've had on the show, for example, I, I talk about him a lot, Dr. Jerry Pollock from University of Washington. And the first time he came on, we were talking about discovery and research and so on. They had found the fourth water in the body. And I said, well, doctor, that's, re- that's attracting to the water vapor, the air, and recycling if you have found that fourth water. And late, the next time he came on, he said, that is true, that fourth water in the body is recycling with the water vapor from outside the body. And he said, Sharon, all this life on the planet that's doing that is like a walking battery. It's charging electrolytically with the water vapor, and that's what is the health and the symptom of all life, all symptoms. So when I followed you with what you were telling me, uh, what is the pH of the water? Do you know? Um, Michael manages that. Um, it, we are uh-huh. able to let it fluctuate a little bit, um, uh-huh. but we like to keep it uh, right around six and a half in our system. Okay, that, I was going to say, I bet it's about six and a half. I was going to guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't want it to get to alkaline. Yeah. Yep, just slightly. Yeah, slightly. Yeah. Yeah, good for you. Now, I'm really excited about the franchise thinking for futures because you can teach others to do this. It becomes an industry of entrepreneurs and communities that are looking for something that's uh, entrepreneurish. Have you guys been teaching classes on that at all yet? You know, um, we haven't um, we haven't been teaching classes. Um, our main focus has really been developing the practice, developing the um, the procedures, all of the um, the baselines needed, everything that mm-hmm. you know to really be able to scale this up and replicate it. And so um, we haven't gotten to um, to teach it as much as you know a lot mm-hmm. of other um, aquaponic um, farms out there are are really mm-hmm. um, you know spearheading that side of things. Um, mm-hmm. And and we really hope that once we make this next step into um, the larger commercial scale, we'll have a real replicable model to share with people. And, right. and you know you talk mm-hmm. about the franchising and and you know licensing and franchising may be the best way to get it out there quickly to as many people as we can. You know, um, we're still well, uh, really looking at how the best way to do that's going to be. What I was reading about you and Michael is you have a mission like I do with what I do. I'm convinced in my investor group, is so convinced that the mission to the planet Earth is, is a pilgrimage of what we're doing to show the world that uh, our life on this planet 
you can't live without the water, but that water vapor is the influence of all fresh water on the planet and all life mm-hmm. of organism with the planet. And the evaporation of our lives, of, of water loss, is, is, is the future of the, of the fear of anybody in science. You don't want to have any more evaporation. You want to slow all evaporation down. You want to have it moderate and, and recycle itself. Uh, where I think about the future of the food and, and the protein and, and the, the entrepreneurships of the, of the technology is the future of, of when you're ready. Of course, you're keeping track of all of your intellectual property values and what you're doing there and all the studies. Then when you're ready to share that intellectual property value with others to get into it and for you to become even more prosperous financially, to get into an adrenaline direction of where you begin to share that pilgrimage because it will be the future. What you're doing is the future. And it's exciting. I, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that, that you understand and see that because um, we really do feel like it's, it's our responsibility um, in this generation to, um, and, and moving forward to, um, mm-hmm. to really um, take this understanding that we have about water and it is a limited resource. Mm-hmm and mm-hmm. um, conserve as much of it as we can and use it mm-hmm. as responsibly as we can, especially in the areas that we use so much of it, like agriculture. I mean, mm-hmm. agriculture is, is one of the places mm-hmm. where we have to be most responsible with water because it's where mm-hmm. we use the most water. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we, um, we really are excited to make these next steps and bring people into, um, into these um, discoveries that we've made and the, this mm-hmm. model of growing food differently mm-hmm. with less resources mm-hmm. and and that is um, going to be a profitable thing for a lot of people you know moving right. forward water is is um, is going to be the most precious and valued thing and people well, who are right able now. to save it and use it better um, <laughs> right. will benefit from that right and and the uh, the other thing is 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 I'm I've had the largest in the United States uh, organic farmers on the show in the country. And the one thing I say to the world, and I'm very, very upset with what California did to the farmers, soil, Olivia, when, when water vapor came to earth and we began to have a soil of life, soil is what keeps that water vapor healthy and filters it with our planet Earth, the soil. You can't let it turn to sand. It's true. It's so true. The same biological process that I was explaining, the magic between um, aquaponics and hydroponics, that's the same magic that's happening in the soil. It's just a different biological, it's the same biological process, just using different microorganisms. um, So the microorganisms that we're Mm -hmm. cultivating and loving and appreciating and and helping to grow in our water are the same ones that farmers all over the world need to be cultivating and and loving. Right. and appreciating and helping to grow in their soil. Right, and without that water, see, where, what, where I, what I'm after, and you, you guys are from California, the former Governor Brown and his team in the early 60s decided, legislature, decided we're going to build canals all over California so they don't make the mistake of, of, of not handling the water correctly. And, of course, the economic um, monetary gain for people that live healthy, happy, in, 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 um, in California is, is their agriculture. 
they were the agriculture capital of the planet. Heck with Hollywood. Well, lo and behold, they cut off the spigot of the, of the canals to go feed the agriculture. Well, when they did that, the soil is turning to sand. Yeah, and and they say that's how the Dust Bowl um, earlier in this um, in the 1900s um, happened. That it wasn't that it's a you know it's us making decisions about how these resources are um, are spread throughout the lands that um, that cause these mm-hmm. sorts of um, effects. And we have, you know, we have no excuses to be so smart. We have studied for thousands of years what to do. And we didn't want to learn from our holistic world, the holistic side of, of what they were trying to teach us about the planet Earth and its health and, and its, its, its recycling of life comes from the power of water. And the power of the water vapor of the air is how we breathe. You know, that water vapor keeps you alive. It keeps the plant alive. It keeps the water alive on the surface and, and uh, the water below the surface and that soil. That soil is the magic, as you say, magic of all the planet, Earth, to be able to recycle that water vapor and keep Earth alive and for everything to breathe. Look what happened in the Middle East and way back in time. Well, they didn't have the knowledge that we have now. We call it technology knowledge. And uh, they, can redo, they can redo that with technology futures in the Middle East and take some of that sand and turn it back to some wetlands and turn it into some maybe soil or uh, different places. Uh, but yeah. what you're doing can go all over Earth what you're doing is the future of healthy uh, nutrients into our, what we eat, the nutritional values, and knowing that you can control the bacteria and control the health of the nutrients to, to, for us to be able to receive what we need for our nutritional values as an organism of life ourselves. Now, mm-hmm. you guys do very much with schools coming by to... Uh, give them uh, tours or you guys so busy you don't have time you know we do we 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 try every chance we get to um to have school groups out um this year we're uh, it was really exciting we also um we worked with dirt park learning center it's um it stands for direct involvement recreational um teaching and mm-hmm. um there's um the group is is at a central point but they've got they've got lots of um programs going on in southern oregon but um the, that group um, is helping public school systems to um, to have um, some of the resources and programs that they wouldn't normally be able to support um, with just mm-hmm. their teaching staff. And so mm-hmm. we worked with Dirt Park Learning Center to build an aquaponics system at the Central wow. Point um, the Jewett Elementary School this year oh, in their fifth fun. grade class. Is mm-hmm. um, it's it's so amazing, Sharon. Um, their fifth grade class took this on. They take care of it. They um, they grow food Uh-oh. there. They um, <laughs> they have it connected to a compost um, pile mm-hmm. that creates all the heat mm-hmm. energy that ah, keeps the water for the fish. Mm-hmm. So they oh. like, like all of these fifth graders have this 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 amazing understanding of how interconnected all of us are with the earth and the water and the plants right. and. And everything, and they're going to go on to impact all of our futures with that root understanding of yes, interconnectedness 
And that's what now, makes I me need most to take, excited. I hate to interrupt you. We're going to take one break only, and we're going to come back. And then, uh, yes, you're leaving uh, at a. You'll you'll be leaving here at quarter to t- uh, eleven. So we won't keep you any longer than you have scheduled. But we have to take one moment for our sponsor, and Olivia will be right back and going. So listen Excellent. to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with Just a Mist. The surface of your eye is 99% water. Guess what happens when an eye drop touches it or you're having emotional problems or stress-related exhaustion to the eyes and fatigue and dry. That's called dry eye, over-evaporation of the eye. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is the only product worldwide to be able to supplement the surface of the eye with just a mist endorsed by thousands of ophthalmologists physicians and universities throughout the United States and owns patents all over the world by scientists awarding it the ability to be able to go out and study more. We're going to listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Olivia. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Olivia, you were sharing with us the uh, when I brought up something about the students and the children. I would just love to get them on the show with you. Um, It'd be fun uh, to have. I've done shows where I've had more than one person on at the same time. But you could have the student chosen, and then we could bring out on the show what the students have been doing and bring their attention to the world of what they've been learning from you. Uh, That's the future to me, Olivia, as a young people of our planet. Our young people of the planet are absolutely hungry to be able to get involved in entrepreneurships, technology, invention, uh, knowledge, and build to the economy, too. And I this think is that's what you're an doing. excellent idea. I think so, and uh, we will do that. Now, back to uh, the nutrients. I want to learn more. You know, we're into a time of life in the United States and around the world more, too, I think, in time, of being vegan. And more, more into uh, healthier fish, chicken, not as much beef because it's harder to digest. We're over-evaporating. And more into the nutritional values of our vegetables, 
are dark green vegetables. What are some of the vegetables? Or the, what, are the, what, are the, what have you been growing? Um, we grow um, a lot of lettuces and leafy greens, but we're also um, really interested in the nutritional value of the foods that we grow. And um, one of the things that we started growing and have been increasing our production of is watercress. Uh, watercress okay. is an amazing superfood. Um, it's right. packed with nutrients. It's so good for us. And um, and not only have we been um, selling a lot of it fresh and living, um, but we've um, we've decided um, and have been putting it into our pesto. Um, it turns out it's a, an awesome ingredient to um, to put into pesto, and that we can eat a lot more of it whenever we put it into these simple. I call them simple superfoods. And so um, we're really looking at how do we make eating well and having high nutrition in our foods easy and work into the modern diet. So we're really excited about the things we're doing with water. Well, some of us in research are thinking and others that have been studying the holistic side of all this nutritional value is can you get more out of your food than taking supplements? Uh, because people are over-supplementing what they're not eating. And then people need the protein um, to be able to have the protein value of of our education with how we're eating. And for you to know, what I've learned is when you're born and you enter into this water vapor to live, Olivia, that life of yours and every, every single living leaf, everything alive, has to live with that organism of that water vapor. No two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike. No, have you ever noticed there really doesn't look like two leaves alike? Everything has a little difference. It's because of the way it's evaporating, living with that water vapor. That you've got to slow that evaporation down and try to not uh, to slow down what could cause dehydration effects to death. So our life from the moment we're born to live with water vapor to death. So we're finding that how you breathe, well, you look at your plants, how are they breathing with that water vapor? Do you have plants side by side that seem to have a little different look? That's how people are. They have a little different look. That's the breathing. That's the living with that water vapor. Then you look at how much absorption of water each thing, living thing has to have. Some people need more. Some plants need more or less. What is attracting the insect when maybe the plant next to it isn't attracting an insect? Things like that living with that water vapor. So as I study about breathing, the absorption of water to drink with no added ingredients because that would block the absorption. Then you come along with nutritional value of food. You have to be so careful because maybe your body or the plants, a certain plants with certain temperatures will over-evaporate. And then you come along with a moderate exercise with all the species of human life. And then sleeping. How do you let it relax to sleep with that water vapor when when the earth comes to darkness, when the water vapor is heavier? So as we study all these things with nutrition, to slow down that evaporation, vegan has become very serious because people have found when they go to vegan, if they don't have to for the whole week, but let's say for part of the week, or they've learned how to cook 
to get the protein and all the nutrients out of the way they cook to be vegan. That is going to be a future too, Olivia, is those kinds of, uh, of new, I will call it new lifestyle of life that people, and I think our youth are going to be more conscious of this thanks to people like you, thanks to people like my team, other people on the rest of the, plan- on the planet. We want to teach the more holistic side of your life and the way they did in China and other countries so far back in time to learn how to do things healthier and more alive. And like you said, that living uh, organism of life so people could learn to feel it and it, and it becomes a lifestyle where people, that's what they want to live their life and the people they want to be around are the people who do that to make them feel like they are alive and that their holistic side of our lives is that breath of life, that water, is that powerful. But now you're just about ready to go. So you tell us when you think you're done, but you can kind of tell your audience uh, a little bit before you go. And then when you think you're ready to go, because it's what you needed to do, you let us know. Well, um, I just want to thank you for having me on. I, it's you know we really love to be able to share um, what we do and our mission, which is saving resources in agriculture um, through using this um, this most advanced and you know ancient way of farming. And um, and I would just I, I would ask your um, your listeners to um, to please you know look on the internet, learn more about aquaponics. See how we can save more resources and grow better food, and um, and you know if you're interested in in joining us in doing that, if you think that you have um, have um, something to contribute to this this journey that we're all on together of um, of doing better, then um, please reach out to me. Um, you can get my contact information on our website. You can call our farm anytime. Um, we're um, we're just we're we're ready to um, to to continue um, this journey of um, of doing aquaponics and saving resources on an even larger scale, and um, and you know we're going to need to grow our team to do that. And so, I'm looking all over the world for people who um, who want to join in this cause and join in this business and um, and do more of this um, because that's where we're going. So, um, what do you think quickly might be the next advancement you might have before you call? What's the next thing that you might do uh, that's kind of an, an, uh, an advancement? Uh, uh, that last tip you tell us, uh, what, what are you doing? I know you're adding to your greenhouses, but is there some little secret thing going on? I feel like the biggest here? advancement and the biggest next thing we're doing is joining with industry. I think that uh-huh. agriculture and industry have a lot to, um, to help each mm-hmm. other with in the same mm-hmm. way that growing plants and growing fish together do. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of wasted energy in industry, all, all sorts mm-hmm. of industries. And that energy a lot of times comes in the form of heat, which is the, the, the biggest input to an aquaponic system and for, to growing food this way. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're really looking at the balance between joining up with in- industrial partners um, all over you. the globe, capturing those heat resources, using unusable right. land resources to grow food, and doing that right. closer to population centers. So that's, you. that's what I think is the most exciting new thing that we're doing right now. All right. All right. Well, I know you have to go. Thank you for giving us your time. Tell Michael we said hello. And one of these days, I'd, I'll give you a call. And if I can come out, I'd just love to meet you both and see what you're doing. 
Oh, that would be wonderful. Um, and you have a, you. Um, a great day and all of your listeners, too. Thank you very much. You, too, and you be well. Uh-huh. Thank you for being with us. Bye. Well, audience, I tell you, the future worldwide is what can we do, all of us, with the mission of the power of water, water life science for the world to hear, that we need to discover the power of water for it to save our earth. We shouldn't be thinking it's going to be gone someday. It won't be here if you stand. We've got to be looking together at what we can do to save this planet for eternity. But it's only the water that'll do it. Only. Only. It's a power. That breath of life, that power of what you're breathing, that water vapor, they call it an atmosphere. You're confused. It's called water vapor. And that's what brought all life to earth. That's what keeps you alive. That's your symptoms of your health. If you have a fungus on the toe, you're over-evaporating. If you have a dry skin on the elbow, you're over-evaporating in that spot. You have a symptom of an allergy. You have a symptom of any other disease. You have emotional problems. In the womb of the mother, at the moment in that sack of water, the brain and the eyes connect at the same breath. Why did nature do that? The brain is 80 to 85% water. The surface of the eyes are 99% water. Living with the supplementation and recycling of the water vapor in the air to supplement the surface of the eye. Did your doctor ever tell you that? No. Did your doctor ever teach you what's going on in your body that you've got to drink with no added ingredients because it blocks absorption? If you add one hair other than a lemon rind, lime rind, or an orange rind to your water for flavor... You're blocking absorption. The body wants to absorb the water you're drinking. And something else you haven't been taught. You've got to individually decide how much water you personally drink. But you've got to learn to do it like Dr. Effie Chow taught us all. Drink one whole glass at a time to be serious. Because if you go to water your garden and you go to water a flower or a plant... You've got to absorb the water. You won't absorb the water if you don't drink one whole glass at a time. Let it make a decision. I know we all are so smart, and we want to be in control of what we do. Well, that isn't the, that isn't the common sense of life. Your body wants to make decisions. Let the body make a decision. Your body's living for you personally, uniquely. No two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike. Every organ in that body and your skin, you even have a little different look than somebody else. Oh, that is the evaporation of your body living with water vapor. Common sense. If you have a symptom, a complaint, it's over-evaporation at that, what that might be. You're so much to learn and so simple. It's common sense. It's not so complicated. Many years ago, I was chairman of the board of the American Cancer Society and a medical group of surgeons. And my team, I would say, to the people I worked with, other than the medical team, 
do not memorize the name of those medical descriptions. You learn the common sense to it, and you discuss the common sense of it all. Let them do what they learned in medical school or in technical school, engineering school, whatever terms they want to impress each other. Let them do it with each other and write up the papers for each other to understand. But for you out there in the world to live every day, you need to learn the common sense. Now, life on this planet has to have the water. You have the Middle East, sand. What is stress? Living in the sand. You've got down in California, they wanted to turn off the spigot to the agriculture. It's turning to sand. But it can reverse itself. Even the Middle East with technology can begin to reverse itself with technology. You've got Iceland. You've got New Zealand. Unbelievable water. You've got over in these different, all these countries. And have you ever stopped to think in the United States of America, it's so fascinating, when I have traveled so many of these states because of what I do, all these states are living a different life. They draw to the water. Their focus is, of course, the water. And the states have a different economic planning, different borders, different people living there, different dialects even. I'm sitting here in southern Oregon in the United States of America on the West Coast. In southern Oregon, we have our river, the famous Rogue River. We have an unbelievable water festivities from April through November with fishing and boating and, and rafting and, and hiking along the waters and the swimming and all the things that go with the nature of life and the power of water. Our lives are surrounded with it. It makes real estate more valuable. The puddle shows that there's an aquifer below there, or it wouldn't be a puddle. Life is surrounded with water. Your life and your body, each of those organs, are water. Certain, certain percentages of water living with each of the organs to survive. They all have to balance each other inside that body, behind that skin. The skin is water. It's like a sponge. Your skin is 70 to 75% water. Your lungs, to keep you alive, to breathe, 75 to 80% water. The heart that is so seriously causing so much death and, and disease and strokes, it's 75 to 80% water. I could go on and on. Your blood, 50% water, but every single living person has a different percentage in there to live with, all of that. But it's all living with that water vapor. And if you don't learn how to breathe correctly, I had somebody recently say to me, well, I've been under so much stress, Sharon, what can I do for anxiety? Tell me what I can do for anxiety. I said, learn to breathe. Learn to breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. Filter that body out. Take that pressure off. Bring that uh, vapor in. Let that uh, filtration, filtration in the body toxin go out. Then learn how to drink water. Learn how to eat correctly for yourself. Learn how to have moderate exercise. And learn how to sleep to make sure the pillow isn't doing all the work. You do the work to think how to go to bed, how to go to sleep. 
and learn that that's the will of the holistic side of everything in the planet Earth. Look out to the stars, the moon, the rainbow, and the heaven of it all, and then back to Earth. There's something that's made a lot of money, love you all the way to the moon and back. Stop to think that breath of water is all the way to the moon, the stars, the rainbow, to the heaven of your belief and holistic beliefs of water and back to the planet Earth that is so sacred and so special for all the generations to come. It's in the water. Our planet Earth is up to almost 8 billion people. The United States of America is up to almost 325 million living here. It's all water. You better make sure, as I'm going to be doing the politicians here, it's the water, it's the water. If you don't make water the priority of your focus with your politicians, there's going to be a lot more diseases out of control, and you will be suffering because you will not be able to do the things that you would need to do because it takes water to do it. One thing that we all have to learn about our lives is when you start looking at water, and today with our fish uh, farming, that is going to be a future, but go over to your website and search growing plants in the water versus soil. It's really fun to study the nutritional quality of hydroponics versus soil grown for veggies and fruits. You can imagine. Then you can go over to hydroponics, seven reasons hydroponics win. They say it's more nutritional in the water and hydroponics. They say search growing plants in water versus soil. Hydroponics versus soil growing. And how do you do it in the house? And you can learn to do it in your home. How can you do it through the winter? And not just outside in your little own garden, but you can learn to do that with hydroponics in your home, in the special area, in the garage, maybe in the kitchen. Here it says organic hydroponics. Not for me. Oh, ho, ho. The healthy home of the hydroponics. For the economist, they learned to make some more money. Have you ever stopped to think, come to think of it? You could become an entrepreneur in an area of your home and have hydroponics growing, and you could sell out in your front yard rather than having a garage sale. You could sell every weekend some of your your, uh, vegetables and what you grow. It's it's called, it's called, and it's exciting. Entrepreneurs make the world a better table, and every single table of every single home and every neighborhood, there's an entrepreneur. So for you to put food, water, now you're having to buy your water, food and water on your table, you have to figure it out. It costs money. And you want it to cost money. You don't want it to be for free. You want to be a household entrepreneur, engineer in your own home. That's life. That's exciting. That's your health. That's your growth. That's the way the earth is living holistically. So always remember that I have said it. If you have children in the home, teach them to be entrepreneurs. If you want to have more on your table, you be an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs make extra money and be proud because what makes the world go around? Entrepreneurs, inventors, 
of new ideas to put new bread on the table called some more money into that money box, into that money jar. That's the entrepreneur. That's the spirit. That's health. The power of water, water life science. I challenge you. Come to me and tell me what you think would be a technology to save the planet's water problems. It's in a crisis. So I want to thank you for being with us today. Embrace your life every special moment. But also, you embrace somebody else's. It's a special moment for them. The earth whispers, never say goodbye. Leave something behind of yourself for all the generations of children to come for eternity to know you cared because you didn't. You became a legacy. I want to thank you for listening and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Oh, 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 o